What's up everybody? Welcome to the Red and Ron show and this beautiful place here is sponsored by Any Taxi. Today we have here Riday Raj Chetri. Hello. Who is a writer, a editor and is currently studying at Holy Cross School Tagum. At such a young age is such a prolific writer. Uh, he's just 16 years old and is on his way to uh, publish his new novel which we'll talk about later. So before we start, uh, can you tell us a little bit about how you started writing? Okay, so I used to study in this boring school called St Paul's. and the predominant language there was english and i only knew nepali i am from a nepali background and when i reached school i knew only two words yes ma'am yes sir no ma'am yes sir and like i didn't know in what context these words were used so one day someone killed the goldfish in class and like there was a big ruckus and then ma'am asks who killed the goldfish and everyone pointed towards me and said it was riday and ma'am asks me riday did you kill the goldfish and i said yes ma'am So then, that gave me an incentive to pursue English, and at the beginning it was just Enid Blyton. I mean, I loved her fiction, I loved her fairy tales, but not the run-of-the-mill famous five kind of stuff, because they always used to ramble on about food, and we never got good food in our hostel. And then, when I was in the fifth grade, my mom bought me a book that, um, with the title Percy Jackson, and the writing there, like, I was hooked. it was easy and it was alluring and after that it was just book after book after book and you know reading and writing they go along hand in hand and i got into writing after that okay so you basically write fiction yeah fiction and uh, can you tell us a little bit about the works that you have done in fiction okay um the first thing the the first thing that i can remember writing about is introspective it's actually okay. it's basically it's actually not fiction it's actually the novel i'm working on right now it's an autobiography of my life so basically when you write a book you have to come up with something original okay and i cannot think of anything more original than the story of my own life that's nice and then i've also participated in various essay competitions i mean the first essay competition i won it was the carter english essay prize and then the topic was strength and when when you hear strength you know like physical strength comes in your mind emotional strength comes in your mind but when i was in school there was this funny thing like there are 23 students in class and they used to report so the total strength of the class is 23 so in my essay for strength i wrote about numbers nice uh, so you kind of have this ability to think out of the box right so uh, and i also think there is very less number of people who are doing reddit in sikkim so do you know of other people who are like you who's doing reddit no. and how this platform is um, being like a mechanism for your no. venting out of some sort see i think english teachers they like literature teachers they play a great role in in a child okay in molding his uh, capability in literature and stuff but then sikkim sikkim is like it's dominated by only day schools i went to a boarding school i was bullied i had no friends so the only thing i could turn to was my books okay and reddit i started reddit because reddit is it's sort of a beta like you post your stories and you get feedback and according to that you decide whether i should write this or not whether i should continue or not it's a good community there's criticism but it's positive criticism and sikkim no I don't even I'm not aware of other editors. Nice. So, what kind of uh, stories do you write in Reddit? 
mostly horror yeah mostly horror all right okay so uh, do you have any stories yeah, yeah actually the stories i write mm. to for them to have an element in horror i derive them off some uh, real life incidents such as such as okay um there was this one like in our culture we always hear about things like that um lemlemi or the or banjhakris and all that nice, yeah so there was this one time like see in a boring school like stories circulate right and there was my literature teacher and uh, once he told us a story that when he was small he was at his village and i think this this story is famous in other reddit uh, reddit pages also he said that when he was small and he was playing in the garden he met a lady okay and then the the lady made a peculiar sound, sound. and after that he told the same story to his grandparents and like they panicked they put him in a room and then they said then they called the um they called an old lady from the village and they put four buckets of salt at the corners of the room and he was told not to open the door till 7 in the morning and so he stayed put in his room he slept till 5 but at 5 there was knocking at his door it was his grandmother and grandfather they were begging him to open the door but and he went to the door he went to open it but then you know like before something happens you get a gut feeling right and as he was about to open the door he got a gut feeling and he thought i shouldn't open this door and he didn't open it and at 7 when they did open the door and they moved in they saw the four buckets of salt that were kept in the corners of the room like the salt turned black oh shit okay <laughs> yeah so i derive my stories of incidents like this okay that's nice so uh what do you uh, which writers do you take as inspiration when you write uh, horror stories like this no definitely stephen king and hp lovecraft okay stephen king has like a lot of volumes of his work right so uh, do you follow his footstep that i heard that he writes five pages a day do you do that no i try to get as much as i try to write 3000 words a day okay so you 3, write 3000 words every day every day whether it's in my journal or whether i'm working on my novel okay so Yeah, uh, you have a writing habit of journaling every day. Yeah. So that means uh, certain philosophies like Stoicism, and we talked about Marcus Aurelius, who used to be an ancient Roman emperor, who literally organized his thoughts uh, through journaling. And we we were having this talk. So, uh, what is your take on journaling as an as a tool to rewire yourself? Of course, journalism is important. See, like. when you write in your diary you are essentially having a conversation with yourself you are introspecting and in today's world i'm not saying that we are busy we have time but then we are caught up in a lot of stuff you know technology friends hanging out it's bad enough that so many people don't read and you don't have to be good in literature to like write a diary you know the whole point of writing a diary is to reflect on what you do yes So at the end of the day you know that you know what you have done you know if it's wrong and you know you can learn from that yes totally agree I've always thought that religion kills morality so there was a time when I used to go into the I got interested in the occult and I used to read books concerning the occult and then I found H P Lovecraft he writes horror books but his ideas are like fundamentally based on the fact that it, the cults they are not bad 
they worship see they worship the devil but they worship like there are some cults that worship satan but they worship satan because they think he's the embodiment of free will because he got banished from heaven because he didn't obey god and his his books revolve around see all all cult all his cultist books they revolve around the idea that all men and women are created equal and that a utopian society should not have religion because religion kills morality okay uh, as far as i can tell from your level of intellectuality that you are uh, more tending towards a philosophy rather than religion right so what other uh, forms of philosophy do you prefer like studying or uh, practicing for that matter um for now i guess studying i read a lot of seneca let us from a stoic then i've read marcus aurelius and uh, the thing about philosophy is there's a lot of writers okay like like i'm sure like everyone's heard of paulo coelho the alchemist this that but the thing with most of the writers is they do not grasp the concept of philosophy okay now nowadays like philosophy has been condensed to one word in our generation's lingo it's said to be deep 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 yeah so people read these books people read the alchemist because they think it's deep it's deep it's deep yeah but philosophy see philosophers before scientists before chemists they were alchemists but before that philosophers were people who study things oh, yes. who study everything you can see a phd is a philosopher's degree in physics like the name still is retained right oh, yeah. so right like freud freud knows how to write philosophy yes because i read freud i read a lot of freud and moreover all all the books like that are branded philosophical they have they have only one 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 basic principle think even like think and grow rich the magic of big thinking but then philosophy is not just about thinking hence the action part yes okay you cannot make you cannot make things happen mm. by thinking you can only make things happen if you pursue them yeah aristophanes mm. euripides mm. you know the greek area it was the golden age for philosophers mm. and the thing about these philosophers is like philosophy is basically you know to find the meaning of life yes you know like no one okay um there, there there's this one philosopher i forget his name he says that there's a giant mm. there's a myth of a giant who pushes a boulder up yes sisyphus sisyphus yes, yeah sisyphus uh, he pushes he pushes a boulder up every day mm. but at the end of the day the boulder falls down again and he has to push that boulder back up the same hill mm. and what the philosopher is trying to convey is that our life like yes. it has no meaning yes, because meaningless. the universe is billions of years old right mm. see like if i was to condense the earth's lifespan into 24 hours humans have been there for 3 seconds and no matter what you do how big of a legacy you leave behind eventually no one is going to remember you it's just a blink of an eye it's just a blink of an eye mahatma gandhi will also eventually be forgotten so your actions have no meaning you can either do good you can either do bad but in the end no one will remember you because your actions have no cons- consequences but there's a bright side to this because if your actions have no consequences if no one will remember what you do 
then you shouldn't be afraid to do what you want. You can yes. do literally anything without any consequences. Yes. So basically, being a nihilist is also sort of positive in a way. It's sort of like a positive nihilism. Yeah. <laughs> so I actually read one of the, uh, one of those uh, philosophers that you uh, mentioned, Sisyphus. Actually, it was written by Albert Camus, if I remember. Yeah, Camus. Yeah, yeah. That was quite interesting. How do you how did you stumble upon the Stoic philosophy? Okay, mom. You know, I was bullied a lot, and every time, like I, you know, um, I'm an introvert by nature, and in boarding school, I used to sit in class in my own little corner with very little friends, but I was the favorite of all my literature teachers, and they used to come to me and they used to say, you know, meditate, breathe in, breathe out, breathe in, breathe out. You know, like people have this policy that if you meditate, you'll be calm and all that. And then there was there was this teacher, Mr. David Cecil. He came to me, and then he said, he used to speak in an English accent. He said, "My child, why don't you read Sto- Why don't you practice Stoicism?" Mm. And you know that got me intrigued. And then, you know, the fundamentals of Stoic philosophy. You know, they they don't say that you can't get angry. You know, yes. it's okay to be angry. It's mm. it's a human emotion. It's just that you don't. You don't project your anger out onto others, you know. Yes, I remember this quote by Marcus Aurelius. I guess, uh, does what you are feeling stop you from doing what is right? So it's more about knowing uh, what the right thing to do is, not to be, uh, not to bottle up your emotions. I guess that is the wrong connotation that uh, people are deriving from this philosophy. That is to bottle up emotions. It's not bottling up emotions. It's about uh, you know sorting out the things which you can control from the things which you can't. And that is nice. And do you happen to like uh, drag ideas from philosophies in your writing? Um. Yes. Yes. Of Of course. You know, like you are the result of what you read, what you see, and the people you interact with. Yes. And of course, my life has been shaped by the books I've read. You know, I am the last book that I've read. You know, I'm. I, I am my favorite character there. Nice. Yeah. And so, you know, these ideals do come in. I do get angry. It's just that I don't project my anger before before speaking anything. You should think: Is it kind? Is it necessary? Nice. And then there are other ways to let your anger out. You no, know, not having outbursts and stuff. And then I, my see my, the book I'm writing. It's an autobiography of my life, and it consists of all the times I was bullied, harassed, the times I succeeded, and and. Everyone has principles. Okay, yes. that's what religion is. You know, it's a set code of conduct or morality you have to follow. So, my principles are derived from the books I've read. It's nice. So, uh, what is your book called? Uh, my book is Introspective. Introspective. Means, yeah. Okay. So Having a conversation with yourself, reflecting okay. back upon oneself. Okay. Kind of reminds me of Marcus Aurelius. <laughs> so we have a young stoic out here. So, what are your future plans uh, with writing? My for the for the time being, I've taken science, and mm. you know, like Indian parents have this, you know, there's this now there is this mentality among Indian parents, like unless my child takes science, he won't do anything, he won't become anything. But then, it's actually about the money. It's not whether their child's you know success equals money in our society. Okay, but it's not about the money. 
for now i think like i'll be pursuing eco journalism after 12 i'm planning to go to uk where i have a scholarship and i guess i'll do eco journalism there i am not quite familiar with eco journalism can you brief me a little bit about it um you know like see there's normal journalism where there are reporters reporting incidents this happened here this happened and all the news reports focused on something negative okay something like this many people died there 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 is no positive thing in the news and the fact of the matter is that most reporters most news channels in fact are affiliated with some political party okay so instead of projecting the news at it, as it is instead of blowing it out like they blow it out of proportion they don't project it as it is because they are forwarding the party's agenda okay and i want to do something environment related because there is no grasp of any political party there mm. i'm doing i think it's important it's no, now more than ever that people know that the earth is dying like even the earth is yes. a living organism mm. and, and it, it has its own biological needs so you know like people would not people will not act unless they know that something is wrong with our planet and even if they don't know that something is wrong with our planet they should have a natural urge to act but then like we don't see that happening anywhere that's nice uh, so where are you going to pursue this from i will do four years of uh, i i think i'll study in bangor university uk and i'll be away for six years and then after i get into journalism i also want in, i also want to do philosophy honors or masters because like there's i i'm keeping my options open i'm not stuck to the idea of eco journalism you know there are other journalists who do the right thing like there is this movie called spotlight yes i heard about where, it where mm. a couple of journalists they expose a ring of catholic priests who are molesting children so i want to give back not i not not the same cliche i want to give back to society i want to give back to people but i want to make people realize that what they are doing is wrong and make them change themselves you know make them take action okay so you want to get over the idea of just masala news and then focus on what's important right uh so uh what about the support that you're getting from your family is it uh quite good or is it uh, sort of you know okay initially like all parents want their children to take science and stuff like that and when i broached the idea to my dad when i told him that when i told him that i don't want to take science he told me leave home leave my house but then gradually like my father thought that it was a phase but then gradually like um he also grew to realize that okay there's this thing in school okay there are science students and science students study every single day you know they study every single day and you know they score 60 on 70 60 on 70 because i don't think so they they love what they do because i take science i do not study biology throughout the year I study that one day before the exam and I still score the highest marks because I love studying biology and if I do something that I love it's given that I would excel in that field of course you have to work hard whatever stream you take you have to work hard but your hard work will only be heartfelt if you are doing what you love and my parents also grew to realize that 
and my dad was the one who found the college for me you you've told us that it's an introspective novel yeah so yeah. what do you talk about in those three chapters it's about it's about my i had a friend i one of my closest friends when i was a child and it uh, around the time i moved into boarding school she died and then like those chapters cover that how i moved into boarding school the kid that bullied me and my teacher like mrs dennis uh she's battling cancer right now and she supported me a lot when i was in when i was small and she actually told me to begin writing this book and so this book is dedicated to her that's nice so do you have any message for uh, the young writers out there read 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 as much as you can because eventually you'll run out of time and any message for the local artists you know there is a stigma surrounding artists is is the same thing surrounding any any student who takes humanities or science and there's always that that recurring phrase about money you need to earn money you need to earn money you don't need money if you do what you love eventually you are going to make it big thank you so much for coming to our show best of luck for your future thank you please follow red and ron for more videos like this and watch the very like your very own youth of sikkim express their stories and opinions and who knows one day even you may end up here and follow them on all their social media platforms instagram facebook twitter and also subscribe to the youtube channels and follow me on whatpad my username is ruday my instagram username is captain crunch and my reddit username is ovenfriend